Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. And I'm Catherine. It's a special episode of the Gaming Gig Podcast. Yes, it is, because today I'm playing the third wheel as Randy and Catherine take us through their top 10 couch co-op games of 2022. All right, so for those of you guys at home, this is my wife, Catherine. That's his wife, Catherine. And we brought her on today because we're going to talk about co-op games that we played this year. <laughs> She's <laughs> laughing. But uh, we're going to go through our top 10 co-op games that we played in 2022. Now, just to be clear up front, some of these games didn't come out. I think like most of them didn't come out in 2022. But we play co-op games every night. So we thought, why not count down the best ones we played this year? So, Catherine, number 10. Mug down. The number 10. <laughs> Uh, game on our list is Fable 2. The thing about Fable 2 is that the game is actually really good and it's got like a really cool atmosphere and the story's really neat, but the co-op mode like does leave some things to be desired, which is why it's number 10 on our list. Yeah, and I remember when we did the podcast um, earlier, was it this year when we had those guests on? We talked co-op games and... Yeah, that was really this year. Was that year, this yeah. year? Man, mm -hmm. it seems a lot's happened since that podcast, but mm -hmm. they talked a lot about, um, you know, Games that didn't treat the co-op mode as an afterthought, and uh, right. I know you guys run into that a lot. So yeah, yeah. The biggest problem I had with it was that it didn't save my progress as the second player. Like yeah. if you closed out of the game, it lost everything you had collected. Right. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. We mostly avoided that because we played it on Xbox and we had quick resume. And it, it didn't really, I don't I think we may have lost your progress like a couple times, mm -hmm. but it definitely, it's like a, uh, I guess like a drop in, drop out co-op. Yeah. And um, it's not amazing, but the game is really good. So mm -hmm. um, another issue was the camera. Yeah. If you get too far out of frame, you just, you're out of luck. Yeah. Because you can't see what you're doing. It won't just teleport you there like the old Donkey Kong games or Mario games or whatever. I don't think so. No, did. I don't think it did. Someone and had to find you, or your, the player one had to find you. Yeah, you had to go back. And, mm -hmm. I, and the thing about the game, I think Fable 2 in general does have a free camera, but when you play it in co-op, it changes to a fixed camera. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like like set angles, depending on where you're at. I think it like just yeah. is an automatic sort of camera. Now, we played Fable 3 as well, and uh, it's not on the list, because although the co-op mode in Fable 3 was much better, it was like actual, like you saved your progress, and it had a lot of you know more customization in terms of characters and stuff. The game was worse. Yeah, we didn't even finish it. No. Mm. But Fable 2, I, I do think it was a fine co-op game, so mm -hmm. it's worth on the list, but just barely made the list. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to herald you through the rest of this journey since I'm totally the third wheel in this conversation. But number nine on your list is Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Yes. Um, now, this is an interesting game, Brothers, because Brothers is not... <laughs> Now, I'm telling you, brothers. <laughs> that brother, what are you going to do when they wrap these pythons around you? No. That's, that's Hulk Hogan. I, I figured that. Goodness me, we're never going to make it through this. <laughs> so, Brothers is a single player game, but there is a, on the Switch, only on Switch, when they brought it to Switch, they introduced a co-op mode. Good. Because like mm. the whole gimmick of the game initially was that it was like you controlled one brother with one stick and you controlled the other brother with the other stick, but it was a single player game. Mm. But now they- yeah, both sides of your brain. Yeah. So now they've split it to where you can actually use two different people, which I think makes the game better. I mean, I didn't play it in single player, but I don't feel like it would be as good. It'd be a different type of game, obviously, because you'd be juggling it, but- Yeah, because mm -hmm. it was a very simple game. It was like one button controlled. Yeah, yeah I think that's- everything. 
I think that's just because of the way it was. You know, it was like yeah. it was meant to be played with one person. Like if you're that, having to juggle, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a simple game. It was a short game. Very short. Um, but it, overall, it was a very good game. Yeah, it had a sweet story. Kind of sad, but it redeemed. Like yeah. it was. It ended. I don't know. Yeah, I like it, sad. I like a little sad in my games. Yeah, you'd like this. How long do you think the game was? Well, when I looked it up, it said four hours. Four hours. I feel like it was even shorter than four hours. I feel like we only like maybe played three. Like it only took us like three hours to get through it. Yeah, it was been. super short, um, but it was good. I think it would take longer if you played it single player. Probably. I think I own that game like on Epic. Maybe I think Epic might have given it away. Mm-hmm. For was free. that the same people that made it takes two? Brothers. Yes, it is. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that I was. I think that's one reason we. That is the reason we played it. Yeah, because yeah. it's by the same. Uh, it was the same guy. Like Joseph Fares, I think is his name, and he made Brothers, and then he went on to make um, what is it, A Way Out, and mm-hmm. It Takes Two. Hmm. So, very cool. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, number eight on your list is uh, Right Up Catherine's Alley. That's right. Lego Harry Potter. Yep. Yeah. Well, actually, this I didn't. It's not written here, but actually, we played the Lego Harry Potter collection. Well, half of Apologies. the collection. Yeah. <laughs> we That's right. You, we specific. played the. Uh, so it's one through four and five through seven. Seven? Yeah. But I feel like they may have done five through eight. Because no, well, I feel like it was done. Did they do with it like the, the movies? movies? They did it like the movies where seven was two different parts. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I played one through four by myself and then we played five through seven. Seven. Yeah. As co op. Um, I thought the weirdest, like one of these Lego games, they're simple games, they're kind of like collectathons. Which I like. That's really like it. It scratches an itch for me. Randy hates it. Yeah, I don't mind collectathons. No, you do. But I like. That's definitely not my thing. That's like in Luigi's Mansion. I wanted to vacuum up everything, and you'd be like, "Let's go." Yeah, and like in Lego games, there's always what do they call? What are the little Lego pieces called? Like, um, I don't know. Bricks? Gold? No, you collect. Gold you bricks. collect bricks, but they're. Mm-hmm. They're the little, you know, like the little nubbins on the end of the Lego pieces. I don't know what they're called. The what? <laughs> little nubbins. You know how like a Lego piece Aww, has the, the little, little nubbins. <laughs> um, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> little nubbins. Little nubbins was your nickname in high school? Mm-hmm. But they, they're like scattered around everywhere. Yeah, they're you, like coins, they're but like, they're not. Yeah, and you, yeah. you collect them throughout the game. And Catherine, you want to collect every. I did, thing and I wanted game. to get every purple one because it was like worth ten thousand nubbins. <laughs> what are they called? I don't know. I don't know. From henceforth, they are known as they're, nubbins. They're Lego nubbins. And when I put up my mixtape uh, next year, I'm going to go back to go back under the name Lil Nubbins. Lil Nubbins. Lil Nubbins. L I L apostrophe Nubbins. Sounds like a baby snack. Well, maybe that'll be part of my brand. <laughs> He'll have a what a like a. He'll have his own Gerber line of food. Mm-hmm. Little Nubbins. He'll have my It'll my, your my face, face on it. it. Yeah, but not a baby picture. Just me being like, <laughs> like mean mugging. You know. Anyway, moving on. Next, uh, number seven on your co-op list, you have. Wait, 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 wait! We didn't finish Harry Potter. I want to oh, talk I about you did. the issue. No. Oh my bad. There are issues. There, Speak. there were issues. Okay, I will. Um, the split screen, like if you got too far away from each other, it was variable. So like it wasn't just up and down. It would also go diagonal mm. and then it would move 
And then it would move again, which was a little disorienting. It was crazy. It makes me think of like a comic book where they split frames. It yeah. was, but it would move with you. And so you were like, ooh. That's really weird. So, yeah, I think so. Because what they wanted to do, I think, is if you were close to each other, the game wasn't in split screen. Yep. It was just like, you know, because yep. you were close enough on the camera to be just on one screen. But then as you started splitting apart, depending on what direction you split apart, it would just draw a line between you. And if you were split, you know, left or right, it would draw a line in the middle. If you were split top and bottom, it would draw it diagonal. And then it would just move. It would move. However you were based on your relationships to each other. And it was like, okay, focus on one spot. Yeah, that, that seems like it would almost make me dizzy to, like, track it, that it around the screen. It did at first. At first, like, it whoa. definitely was. Yeah. It was very disorienting. But I got used to it. Well, I did too. And it was no problem. In fact, yeah. I think it worked really well. I think it was a really clever way to do split screen. Mm-hmm. But it... uh. Yeah, at first it like almost it's made you motion bit sick. Used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the game, the Lego games are really funny. So I think they that's like the, the best part about them is they have really good humor and they really like, uh, I guess, like pay tribute and are to the source material. Mm-hmm. So I think fans. Well, to the movie. To the movie. Yeah. yeah. That's true. These mm-hmm. were definitely based off the movie and not yeah, the game. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, not the books. Yeah, that's okay. But, have you guys got into the Skywalker saga yet? No, we no. haven't, though. We're looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. I think that one's going to be even better because it's newer, and I think there's probably like more stuff to do. You know, I realized uh, that I also uh, picked that up earlier on Steam. Ah, <clears throat> so there you go. Mm-hmm. You got to save that. I know what you're. I know what you're wanting to say. You got to save that. Just saying, I bought it on Steam. I know. I know. Okay, moving on. Your mug is sweaty. Yeah, it. Uh, it's because the water in it came right out of the fridge. So it's it con it, it's got condensate on the outside of it through the process of condensation. So moving on to number seven is Escape Academy. Mm-hmm. Yep, Escape. also known as Escape Academy. Yes. So Escape Academy is a escape room game. Mm-hmm. You know, like the places you go that are in the strip malls, and you go into the room and what they are. Well, they're not. What kind always. of malls? Strip malls. Not stripping, stripper malls. Those are different. But just strip malls. The malls you've been going to, bro. (laughs) So, (sighs) I know, right? A little edgy for the gaming gig podcast. (laughs) But uh, I liked the game, but I had some issues with it. I liked it. Do tell. Well, when the graphics were, I mean, for it was a new game. It came out this year. I'm pretty sure it came out this year. And, I mean, it was an indie game, so you got to give it some, like, slack there. But I didn't really like the way it looked. And also, it was a little, little janky with the controls. Mm. Yes, that's true. The co-op mode, it sometimes it would freak out. And it would, like, glitch real bad. Right. It was like... It's like, like you'd hit a button, and it wouldn't do anything. Or the or the or you'd be moving around like you it wouldn't move or it'd be really laggy. Yeah. It seemed like the it would just like pick one of us that it would it would control well and the other one it just wouldn't work right. Mm-hmm. The controls would be all sorts of bonkers. Yeah. And when you're trying to break out of a room, you, can't well, have, you have to have precise controls. Oh, that's you have to have enough time to complete it because yeah, you have to dedicate enough time because some of the rooms are like forty minutes. Yeah. And if Dang. you mess up, you just have to start Yeah, you have to start over. over, yeah. Yeah, I think there's like a... That sounds frustrating. A thing where you can like buy more time. 
You can. I don't remember how, like what like in-game currency it uses, yeah. but you could buy more time and stuff. But I mean, this is fairly high on our list because I think we did have a lot of fun with it, despite oh, it was a the lot jank. Of fun. Yeah. And despite me not loving the graphics. What do you think about the graphics? I mean, it was a look, but it was fun. Yeah. I mean, they were consistent. Yeah. I think that this game, obviously, like most games, they have like single player and co-op modes. I do think that this is one of the games where I think it's going to be much better in co-op. I feel like it would be hard in single player. Yeah. Like it said at the beginning of the game, it was like, oh, you know, we recommend having a pencil and paper. Yeah. You know, mm. ready to go. We never had to do that. No, because we had two of us. Because we had two of us. We could have like someone looking at the, you know, the clue and split screen. The other person could like read off the numbers or whatever the clue was and stuff. We didn't have to yeah. like write down all this stuff. Like it would be very difficult it if you were playing by yourself. It wouldn't be like a relaxing game to play by yourself. It wasn't relaxing to play co-op. Right, because every room is timed, yeah, and you have to get it done by the time, or you got to start it over. Yeah. And like you said, some of them are like forty-five minutes long, so like yeah. you sink a lot of time in these rooms. And there were times where we got like really close to the end, and then we just did we weren't able to solve the room, so we were yeah. like, "Well, that was forty-five minutes gone, gone. We got to try it again. We'll try tomorrow because we only <laughs> play games at night for like an hour. Right. I feel like y'all used to do two hours. Am I right about that? Mm, I feel like y'all used to do 10 to midnight, but maybe I was wrong. No, I don't think we've ever done. I could do that. Mm. Yeah. Because we do 8 to 10, you know, on the streaming days. And I, we do 10 to you 11. You do 10 to 11. Roughly, mm. sometimes. It Sometimes it goes over. Yeah. Sometimes we start a little late. Or mm-hmm. sometimes we're real tired and just can't make it. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you play games at night. Mm-hmm. I have nights like that when it's like 8 o'clock. So yeah. yeah. I understand. But moving on, if you're ready. I'm ready. ready. Yeah. Number ready. six on your list is a two for the price of one. With Little Big Planet two and Little Big Planet three, right. for Dale. I see your note. I didn't make this actually. This was y'all's notes. <laughs> um, What's up? So, we grouped Little Big Planet two and three together. Not the same game. Because one, we gave them the same score in terms of when we rated them. We thought they were both equally good, mm-hmm. and they're also very similar. I mean, yeah. like they're not much different from each other. If you like one, you'll like the other. Right. Yeah. These are PlayStation. Wait, Little Big Planet three is on PS four, and Little Big Planet two is on PS three. Okay. Yeah. But wait, we played them. We played Little Big Planet two on PS three. What else did we play on PS? Rayman. Um, that's right. So. Okay. But uh, <laughs> Daniel's adding notes about how bad I. Well, I'm not even gonna say it. Um. I'm gonna leave it up to the imagination. They made this outline. That's rude. Um, Rude. Anyway, side, sidebar about the PS3, because I was at your house when y'all were doing that once, and I just picked up the PS3 controller, and I could not believe how much worse it felt. It feels cheap. It really did. Yeah. It really felt cheap. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure back in the day it didn't, but compared to like the DualSense now, I was like, this is bad. Yeah. yeah. And the little nubs are so short. Well, the nubs, The little too, nubbins. I, the nubbins, they feel like they're kind of disintegrating. Mm. That may just be the one I was using, though. Yeah, they're, like, really heavily textured. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the kind of, like, the texture can wear off over time. Yeah. But the plastic wasn't textured, so my hands got really sweaty on that smooth plastic, but then the nubbins were, like... What are those called? They're not nubbins. Handles. Hand. Hand. <laughs> Are you not talking about the handles of the controller? No, she's talking about the joysticks. Oh, the the joysticks. joysticks. Yeah, the joysticks were kind of goopy feeling. They're like, you know, they're not goopy. but Mine was goopy. Goopy. 
It was like the rubber was kind of starting to flake off. At this point, the PlayStation 3 is getting old, so those controllers yeah. are probably old. Yeah. yeah. But they are, the, every time we played a PlayStation 3 game this year, you every day complained about how bad you hated the controllers. I did, and I felt like the controls were slow. It was just like... Goopy. I wonder what... Like you were playing through Goop. I wonder what kind of wireless technology the PS3 controller uses. I don't know, but if you know the answer to that question, you should give us a, a comment answering it and say hashtag Goopy. Hashtag Goopy. Spell it however you feel. But talking about the games, Little Big Planet 2 and 3, these are platformers. And but the thing that's like kind of there, I guess like what I think of as being its gimmick is that they are 2.5D. They're like the only like really true 2.5D platformers that I played. So they are, you know side-scrolling platformers but within the side-scrolling thing you have like a little bit of forward and back it's kind of like maybe like three levels of it yeah you can like go into a shelf you know and then come back out of the shelf but it's really shallow like it's very very shallow field of where you can move forward and back and it's kind of like on set paths Mm -hmm. that Uh, can make it confusing it can you can't tell if you can go in or out, and it's something you have to get used to. Mm-hmm. Like those Yoshi games, don't the Yoshi games do that? Like the Crafted Worlds and Crafted the Crafted World. Yeah, it the Crafted World has the mechanic of where you can turn the level around backwards, and you can see like the opposite side of it. But I think mm-hmm. you can go in and out too. I think. I, I think it has that. some of that. Hmm. You didn't play that game. You're thinking of Wooly World. Wooly World. World. Oh, okay. Um, another thing about that game, both of them, was it was kind of like the drop-in thing where the second player, your progress didn't save. So if you had a special costume on, you had to re-adorn yourself mm. every single time. time. Yeah. Oh, we know that struggle from playing Sea of Thieves. Not with the costumes, but with ships. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Having to re-adorn is a pain. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of is. Well, I mean, like it is just kind of annoying that you know, a lot of these games, with the, I do like drop-in, drop-out co-op because it's just so convenient, but it does make it difficult for, you know, it, it's hard to be invested as player two. Yeah. That being said, they are really good platformers. Oh, yeah. They're they really fun. fun. They have, you know, you get lots of fun, uh, like, abilities, and they're mm-hmm. all really interesting. Yeah. Um, really, we like pretty much everything about it. The stories are kind of, like, hard to follow. I was very follow. confused. At, at one point, I was just like, I give up. Yeah. I'm just going to do what they put in front of me. That sounds wrong. I'm just going to do what they put in front of (laughs) me. Word. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so now we're going to be moving into the top five. This is where we really got the the best co-op game. This is where you guys really have to bring bring the heat. Right, yeah. So, number five, Human Fall Flat. Such a good game. Yeah, we loved it. And what was weird is that I played this single player. Um, I played some of it single player and did not like it at all. It, at first, it's very frustrating. It's like there's a pretty steep learning curve. and That like ragdoll physics is really tough to get used to. Yeah. I remember it's like the first level where you're trying to pull a train car. Mm-hmm. It took us forever to move that train car. Mm-hmm. They're heavy. Train cars are heavy. It's, it's true. Like the in that game, you're really battling the physics. Yeah, you know, like that's that's like the part of that's part of the game, though. It right? is. Like oh, they yeah. want it you is. to. Yeah, you get really good at it though eventually, but at first, it's just like, oh, it's a lot. Yeah, and I think that 
it's it can be very frustrating if mm-hmm. you're playing it by yourself. But when you're playing it with someone else, all those like moments just become hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know you have all that crazy stuff that happens, and you get flung everywhere, and you didn't mean to, or something. <laughs> you know, you're trying to grab something, and you got to like do precise timing, and you can't get it, and it's just so funny. Yeah. But I think if you're playing it by yourself, not so funny. Yeah. You know, just frustrating. No, like a Fall Guys or something? Is it kind of like a Fall Guys? Like- yeah, but like imagine the Fall Guys physics ramped up like even mm, worse it's like oh, trying no. to control a wet spaghetti noodle <laughs> yeah <at first. laughs> yeah i got you yeah it's yeah uh, but it was so much fun we love we really love it's a good it. challenge mm-hmm. yeah. great game and co-op mm-hmm. it's the co-op mode is really good mm-hmm. i don't remember if it saves progress in terms of like you can like add yeah um, like you can put on a hat like costumes and stuff but i don't really I mean it doesn't you're, take that long to do it so it's not like really a humanoid that. thing it's okay mm-hmm. you know yeah, I, I kind of think it did save it for some reason, but maybe it was one of those things where we didn't really exit out of the game much, so it just, we just didn't notice. I barely remember playing that game. It was a long time ago. Yeah. It was early this well, year. Well, I mean, it was this year, but... Yeah, it was early this year. Lots happened this year, Catherine. Oh, yeah. So, moving on to number four on your list is a game that I also love, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. And I have a question, because I'm, I'm reading your outline, and... Uh, the only thing it says, it says Kirby and the Forgotten Land on Stabby. It's supposed to say only Stabby. That clears that up. <laughs> what is Stabby? Well, I was player two, as I always am. And as player two, you get one ability as what is it? Bandleby Waddle Bandana Waddle Bandana Waddle Bandana Waddle D. Yeah, Bandana Waddle Bandana Waddle B? D. Ban- <laughs> Different letter. Bandana Waddle D. Okay. Yep. You have one ability, like, as your fighting move. What is What would that be called? Uh, your, your combat your ability. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, have I... one combat ability. Well, I mean, it's a, you have a move set. It's not, you have, you don't just have one move. You have a whole, like, move set. Like, did, did you, I? Yeah. Because I you can, one. No, there are. What else? Like, I could move. Yeah, could you but jump? you could do like all, you could jump. You could do different types of attacks, or like down attacks, up attacks, like side attacks. Okay, well, okay, they, you could do different attacks, but it, they all involve the spear, and you just yeah, you could all stabby. The spear, you could you, there was all there was a lot of you could throw the spear. Well, let me tell you, I, I never threw the spear. You could throw the spear. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes. Remember, there would be times when you would like, you know, how Cappy. I mean, sorry, Cappy. What am I thinking? <laughs> Kirby. We have about as much independence as Cappy. So you know, like in Kirby, you can do the mouthful mode, and yeah. as player two, you can when Kirby's in mouthful mode, you can like hop on oh, the back, right. and when you're hopped yeah. on the back, you can chunk spears. Yeah, that's true. Okay. That is hilarious. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I love that game. It was a good game. I never played as Stabby though. Well, you should. Oh, stabby. I should. On stabby. Well, when you're fighting, you mainly just stab. jab someone into oblivion. Yeah. So is it jabby or stabby? You know, I think it depends on the situation. I agree. It's yeah. contextual. Sometimes it's a jab, sometimes it's a stab. Yeah. All right. You ready to move on to your top three? Well, I want to say that Kirby okay. the Forgotten Land is awesome in club. And it's probably, and I didn't play it and single, single player, player, but Daniel can probably vouch for that, that it's probably... Awesome in single player too. The it's a art, great game. The art was beautiful. Yeah, too. yeah, it's a good looking game. Yeah, yeah. Come on, uh, Pokemon. some of those big set lists or set set lists. The gig came out of me there. Yeah, some of those big like set pieces at the beginning of levels look really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kirby. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know you've been playing Pokemon a lot, and that windmill. Oh, you're talking about how bad that looked. Pokemon looks awful. Like the new Pokemon games look terrible, and that's a the Kirby's a great example of a. You know, a game that looks amazing on Switch. Mm-hmm. It just shows that you can have a great looking game. 
And Pokemon has no excuses. Like, for one, they have more money than God. And two, like, it's not like they're going for a hyper-realistic look. You know, if you're going no. for, like, a hyper-realistic art style, yeah, the Switch is going to be unkind to you. Yep. But uh, Pokemon... No excuses. Come Pokemon on. Snap, though, looked really good. Different company, though. Mm-hmm. Not Game Freak. Mm-hmm. Game Freak sucks. Although they did bring me things that have given me so much joy. Well, same. And That's why it hurts so bad. Yeah, it is. So, top three for Dale? Top three for Dale. Let's All do right. it. Number three for Dale is Unravel 2. Such a good game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, Unravel, you know, the first game... Kind of use the this idea of you have the you're this little yarn creature and you can throw your yarn and swing off things and you can like kind of tie the yarn together and walk across it and, and we as actually you do you we, unravel yeah in the first one mm. yeah 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 and we played unravel together this year as well but we didn't count on this list because we're kind of co-op games only but unravel two is although you can play it single player it really is. A co-op game. Like, yeah, I think it was really meant to be played in co-op with one person controlling one yarn little dude and the other one controlling each other. And you have a piece of yarn now that's tied between you. Oh, yeah. And you got to manipulate that yarn together to solve puzzles and traverse and like, you know. We played them out of order. We played two before we played one. We did, yeah. But that game is so clever. The platforming is is probably some of the most like clever puzzle platformers I've played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very artsy. Mm-hmm. Looked yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful. It's relaxing. Yeah. It was hard not to fall asleep. But in like a good way. <laughs> in a good way, yeah. yeah. Not because not like it was boring. No. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful and so boring. No. <laughs> the story is a little uh, Esoteric, yeah. 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 But I think it's, that's just what they're going for. They're yeah, not really I'm trying sure. to tell... I think they were trying to tell a story, but it was like you, if you wanted to get the story, you were going to have to like... Really dig deep. Like, really dig to, to figure out what was going on. Yeah. I thought the story was really sweet in the first one. In the first game? Yeah. Yeah, that one was, that one was that. a little more straightforward. Unravel yeah. 2, the story was a little more like, I don't know, it was filled with a lot of, like... Illusions. Illusions, yeah. And yeah. Like, you know, stuff like that. It, it's tough to explain mm. without playing it. Yeah. That's illusion, by the way, for those of you keeping track of our literary devices at home. Yeah, illusion. Yeah. Not, not illusions. Not illusions. Yeah. Illusions. <laughs> Man, I, I couldn't tell which way was up because of all them illusions. <laughs> <laughs> that magician, he really got me with them illusions. Man. <laughs> when he pulled that rabbit out of his butt, I mean, out of his hat, I thought that had to be an illusion. But then that thing hopped away. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Moving on from the eye illusions. Uh, have, we have a game that everybody knows about, Stardew Valley. Yep, this is number two. Yep. Um, we loved Stardew Valley. I got so excited to play Stardew Valley every night. Yep. Yep, we got in our little routines. We had our jobs. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was fun. So if you don't know what Stardew Valley is, Daniel, explain what's... Well, you, you've, you've played a little a bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about Stardew Valley. It's an indie game made by one dude. And uh, it's like Harvest Moon on super steroids. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have a farm, you build up this farm, but you have way more options than Harvest Moon as far as how to make money. You know, you can you can do so many things with this farm. Um, Oh, yeah. You can go into town and and help out people. I think you you can get married. You 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 collect things and build up this museum. You can go fight monster things in this mine. Like you can just do 
And it's like a lot little life simulator, little pixelized life mm -hmm. simulator. It is. And you can do different things. Like each person can be like you can be mining and I can be yeah, so it's like the co-op mode is is great. Yeah, so it, it splits split screen, split screen oh, yeah. co-op, and it's basically like you you both have your own characters, and they are completely independent of mm -hmm. each other. You know, the only thing that you both live in the same plot of land, but you have your own house, you can have your own relationships, you can go on your complete own journeys, you can choose to share money or not share money. Hmm. You know, like it's the co-op mode is that's really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really we did choose to share money because it made it easier. Yeah, yeah. you know. Because we had, we like, you know, harvested our own crop. The, we worked on crops. our own farm. Like we well, worked on we a shared, shared farm. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, you know, like you said, like you got married. I stayed celibate. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. It was fun. Yep. Yeah. So like you can prioritize like what you want to do in the game, you know, yeah. what you want to work on. And you can each do individual things, but also help each other. And it's one of those things like I had played Stardew Valley on my own once before mm -hmm. and done pretty much everything the game had to offer and loved it. And then they released the co-op mode and I was like, Catherine, we got to play this game again. That's how good it is that I was able to play the entire thing twice and still like love it. Mm -hmm. Cause the first time you put many hours, many hours. Yeah. yeah. I would say we put in at least like between us, we put in at least 50 hours and that's really, I mean, we did like, the majority of the things the game has to offer, but it is one of those games that like you could play infinitely and there's always more stuff to do. Yeah, but it was kind of like once we automated everything, it just wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, you get to a point where like you're working on your farm so much that it becomes like a job. Yeah. And it's not as relaxing anymore. Like once you get to a certain point, that being said, you could always just start the game over. Yeah, you could. And just mm -hmm. do it all over again and, and, you know, find a, go a different way of making money. Like, we put a lot of time into making uh, preserves and Wine, wines and, like, beer. those Those are the things we mostly made our money off of. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, we were very meticulous about, like, planning. Like, it would be like, okay, our radishes are going to be done today. We can do that, and then we can put them in the barrels, and then... Yep, make some radish pickles. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we made pickles, preserves, wines, and, and Beer. like beers and stuff like that. And that was yeah. our main oh, income generator. Mayonnaise. Uh, mayonnaise. We did a lot of mayonnaise. You made we mayonnaise? We made a lot of mayonnaise, yeah. We made a lot of mayonnaise, yeah. We eventually yeah. got some cows and goats. Mm -hmm. well, we know, made cheese. Lots of cheese. Uh, you know what they say, you know, you got to break a few eggs to make a little mayonnaise. It's true. That's it's how you, true. That's the ingredient you use to make mayonnaise is eggs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I just uh, looked up just because I was thinking about it when you guys were talking about Stardew about Haunted Chocolatier, yeah, you know, which is coming out from the same developer, and he said five days ago apparently he said that it's still relatively early in development and doubtful it'll be in twenty twenty three. I wonder uh, if it'll have a co op mode. I don't know. Maybe because I know Stardew Valley it was added later, like it was you know tacked on, mm -hmm. but it was really good. Yeah, but it it worked really great. We loved it, and uh, yeah. So I guess that brings us to the number one co-op game we played this year yep. yep taking the number one spot it's two games again what is up with this this is a top 10 not a top 12 y'all anyway <laughs> rayman legends and rayman origins i felt like we had to include both of them i know it's kind of cheap cheap to put two games but yeah both, it's total cop out both rayman origins and legends you know kind of like how we were talking earlier with the Little Big Planet series, how we kind of played both those games and we grouped them together because they're so similar. Origins and Legends are also extremely similar. Yeah. 
Legends is better than Origins, but only by a little bit. Well, Legends also includes some Origins in it, like too. The, yeah, the vast majority of Origins is in Legends. Yeah. So that's another reason we thought we might as well include it, because when you're playing Rayman Legends, you unlock almost every level that's in Origins. Hmm. And you, you don't have to play them. They're not like no. part of the main campaign, but they're in a separate mode. Like, if you want to go play those levels, you can. Mm-hmm. So, like... That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they I, I feel like, uh, like Rayman Legends... I may be wrong about this, but I want to say that initially, this can't be right. Was it initially a Wii U exclusive? I don't know. I don't know. I remember that I read that the reason that uh, Legends contains like the bulk of Origins is that the... Wait, I thought the we Wii- played it on PS4. We did play it on PS4. I, I'm wondering if it was initially a Wii U It may not have been, but... I remember the developer or the, I don't know, one of the guys, maybe the, uh, what's like the director said that because on the Wii U, no one on the Wii U had access to Origins. He wanted to include those levels so that people could play the game on the Wii U. Hmm. Maybe it wasn't exclusive. Maybe he just wanted that. On your gamepad. Yeah, on your gamepad. But uh, Rayman Legends and Origins, that was probably the most difficult games we played this year. There were some hard levels. Yeah. yeah. So much fun though. The the craziness of those platformers is just like it really goes to the next level in terms of like how difficult it is to get through stuff. Yeah. And um, you know, how insane it is. I mean there were some levels I feel like we had to try them thirty, oh, forty. Yeah. Like really it was hard. Many, many times. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, that's just a lot. like that's like Cuphead. Yeah, numbers. yeah, it was a oh, lot. Yeah, they're very difficult, and I think, but I think playing co-op is a really good idea because if one of you makes it through, oh yeah, you make it through the level. You make it through. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like you, you know, if one of you dies, the other one you can the other one can cheer him on, and be like, oh you can do it, you know, yeah. <laughs> like stick it through. And that was what was so much fun about that is you really were helping each other. It was like you were trying to you know, get the other one through the level. If the mm-hmm. other person died, you're like, I'm going to stick it out for you. I'm going to make it. We're going to get through this this time. Yeah. Hopefully. Because yeah. what happens is, is if one of you dies, you get um, put into a bubble. And then you kind of like... <laughs> travel with You the travel person. with, and then the other person can punch the bubble and you come back. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. But if you're going through this crazy level, a lot of the time you just stay bubbled and you're, you know, <laughs> yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but if both of you die, obviously at that point, it's... You have to start back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really can help each other by relying on each other, I guess. You really, other than that, you really don't interact with each other. You're just both attempting the level simultaneously. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. But those, those games are, I'm interested in those games because I, I, I love platformers. Like yeah. And they have a challenge for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very challenging. But it's one of those things that, like, it, you, if you watch someone play some of the things, you'll be like, there is no way. I could do that. It just looks insane. Mm -hmm. But they're so well put together, and the platforming, especially in Legends, is so fluid, and you have such great controls that even though it looks impossible, you you eventually can pull it off. Mm -hmm. Like, there were some levels that I got through, some hard levels. Oh, yeah. Which... You it, you'll finish it and you'll be like I have no idea how I finished that no, like I, I got so like lucky a, a yeah flow state. <laughs> you went to a flow state yeah. yeah yeah games can do that to you mm-hmm. Legends Raymond Legends was the <clears> only <throat> game this year that we played that we gave a ten out of ten yes hmm. yeah agreed which is a pretty good segue actually unless you've got more to say about 
No, we can no. definitely. Okay, we're going to take advantage of this segue because Randy gave Rayman a 10 out of 10, mm-hmm. uh, which makes me wonder, <clears throat> you, the gaming gig faithful, we polled you. We asked, how do you keep track of which video games you've played? Yes. Stutter notwithstanding. <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking about this um, just as we were putting the outline together yesterday for this podcast. I was thinking like, you know, it's a good thing that we keep track of what games we played or we'd never be able to. There I would no way. You know, it'd be very difficult to recall every game, as many games as we played this year. Mm-hmm. As You know, it'd be very difficult to put it all together and think about your thoughts on it and stuff like that. So our results of the poll were, you know, we had were options we had. Were, I don't know. I use an app. What? You said the results of the poll are, well, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> you know the results. They don't know. No, our options were I use an app. A game library, all in my head, or I don't. Yeah. Daniel, hit us with those percentages. Okay. At a whopping 3%, you use an app. 19% of you use a game library. 68% of you do it all in your head. And 11% of y'all don't do it at all. Yep. Interesting. I'm in the I don't. You don't do anything. I rely on you. That's because you know Randy <laughs> meticulously keeps up with that app. He does. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm a little behind on the app. Because I used the app for quite a while, and I, I realized that I haven't been doing it for quite some time. You mm-hmm. should. Just to clear this up, yeah. the app, the mystical the, the app. app. <laughs> the app is a game track. Now, do you have to buy it? No, it's free. There is a paid version of it that unlocks more features. But it's mm-hmm. really pretty fully featured yeah. as a free app. Mm-hmm. You definitely don't. Did you buy it? Yes. <laughs> it's really cheap. It's okay. like a few dollars for a year. Yeah. It's like nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very cheap, but it's it's a great app for because what it, it it utilizes the international game database, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But basically, all the games are there, and you can categorize them into like a backlog folders. You can put them into games that you've completed. You can make wish lists. You can do all kinds of stuff. All kinds of different lists. And then you can also rate them. You can review them. You can do all kinds of things in mm-hmm. the app. It's a cool app. Yeah. So cool. that's what I use. I use the app. Daniel used the app. But uh-huh. You're behind. Yeah. You do. You rely on me. Yeah, I don't do anything. Would you do anything? I guess you probably wouldn't. You just keep I it just in your head. I just don't play a lot of games other than what we play together. You play a lot of. You games. play a ton of games, Catherine. <laughs> well, but on my own. You probably played more games this year than Daniel has. I bet you have. <laughs> I mean, on my own. Oh, on your own. Yeah, yeah on yeah. my own. I don't have time. No, I tend I, I have a tendency to fixate on a certain game. I don't I don't jump around very well. I mean if it makes you happy, that's fine. Right. If it makes you happy. Thank you, Catherine. Randy doesn't really give me that sort of reassurance, so I appreciate that. No. Anytime. If he doesn't do it my way, he's wrong. You guys want to talk about some comments on well, the poll? Let's do it, yeah. Okay. Uh, so first up is a longtime commenter on the channel, Celeria Rose. Thank you for your input again. And uh, Celeria Rose said, uh, they just remember. I wouldn't say I have the best memory, but I'm generally pretty good at remembering the names of games slash books and movies I've seen. The one exception being some anime or manga when the title is in Japanese, the language barrier is a nightmare for my memory to try to keep track of. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up over that. Yep. No, that seems tough. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be able to either. If I was like playing like Japanese games, I would never be able to remember the name of them mm-hmm. because how could you? Yeah. Unless you spoke Japanese. Right. Yeah. Or you practiced a lot. Or you practiced a lot. Konnichiwa. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's about as far as my Japanese goes as well. Tomo origato, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> How cultured. I am very cultured. <laughs> so we got another longtime commenter here. I, I still need I help with, with the pronunciation of that name. How would I you say it? I think it's Jeeves. I do too. 7752. Jeeves. Said, game library, similarly, the trophy list as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. I was thinking that like, I've gone back and look at my Xbox. Is that trophies on Xbox? Yeah. It's a, well, is it, no, is it achievements? It's achievements. It's trophies on PlayStation. Gotcha. Well, I was going through looking at my Xbox the achievements. Same. And I realized like, you know, it keeps from all the way back from the Xbox 360. It still has them. You can go back and look at them now. Mm-hmm. So I was looking back and I was like, man, I'd forgotten that I'd even played these games on Xbox 360, but there they were in my achievement list. So Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I, at some point, had to make a new account for some reason. I probably just couldn't get logged back into my old one or something. So I don't have that data. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. That's something that, the, that is something that Nintendo's missing out on because they don't have those. So you can't go back and look at that, that particular set of data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Well, Nintendo's lacking in a lot of general quality of life areas when it comes to online, but that's for another podcast. This next comment cracked me up. Yes, me too. And it comes to us from uh, Taman Duan Mirinho. I think it's Tam and you Mirinho. <laughs> Tam and you Mirinho. I don't know. Says, uh, who's the guy who uses an app for it? There's an app for that? Guilty. Yeah. There is an app for that. Oh, no. He's asking who's the one person. That- yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He's saying, like, who's that guy? Yeah. Who's, like, who's nerdy enough to use an app to keep track of what games they play? Mm-hmm. Look, guys. I don't know. I think that a few comments down is even... Oh, yeah. That one's... It. We'll get to that one in a second. Yeah. You know, let's just skip to that one, and we'll go back to the other one. Which one is this? This is the one from Tarzan Boy. Mm. G. Tarzan Boy G said, Google Sheets. You know if you're making a Google Sheet document. Yeah. That's one you know, that's only one level of separation away from Excel. And once you're using Excel for your games, you've gone too far. <laughs> no, I mean like honestly, if I didn't have the app, I might do something like that. Yeah. If I've been really known to do that kind to. of stuff, you know. Oh, I've seen YouTube videos. I watched a YouTube video about a guy who was working through his backlog, you know, that's near and dear to me. Uh, and he had an Excel spreadsheet that was just meticulously curated with like you know, probable probable times for how long it would take him to complete the game, and like, it was massive. He, he probably could have finished a game. He Tommy. probably could have finished a game in the time it took him or to put that together. Games. But you know, I appreciate that. Like, I, I do appreciate too. that level of. Yeah, I, I liked know. it. Dedication. Yeah, too. dedication and. Yeah. Perfection. Okay, so we skipped a comment. We uh, did from my favorite uh, handle or whatever they're called now. Handles. I think it's YouTube handles. Yeah. Right? So this is Yaso Boy <laughs> says, if I don't remember it, then the game wasn't that good in the first place. Or it's so bad that you it's memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say so that can go the opposite way, right? Yeah. yeah. For sure. You're only gonna forget the like middle games. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna remember. You're not gonna forget a game that's like trash, and hopefully you won't forget games that are really great. But I don't know. It's like, I think it's a numbers thing. I think depending on how many games you play, it becomes easier to forget games. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, I mean, I, I do feel you on that. There's definitely games that I've forgotten. I'm sure there are games that I've forgotten that I ever played. You know? I'll go back and look and be like, oh, oh, I played that game. Okay. 
Yeah, I guess I remember that. So, what you looking up, Daniel? Well, I was just reading ahead in the comments, and somebody said that we needed a website. Well, I mean, I'm skipping ahead. I'm kind of stealing your thunder here, man. But uh, LCB said we need a website like my anime list for video games. And I was like, I've never heard of this. I wonder what this looks like. And so I went to it, and it's really busy. There's a lot coming at me here. Isn't So I saw this comment earlier, and I didn't go to the website, but I typed it in on Google and read the like wiki page for it. And I think it's like a... Uh, I don't. It's a social networking thing. It says cataloging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some sort of cataloging thing. But that's kind of. Like I'm the telling app. you, you got to try the app. Yeah, you got to yeah. try Game Track. Yeah, that app works really good. Or make a Google Sheets. <laughs> yeah, or Excel if, if you're a you know, if you're a nerd. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Google Sheets are cool. Google Excels she- are nerdy. Mm, I have to use Excel all the time. I know I've had to use it mm. from time to time, but I'm a nerd, and mm. so are you, Catherine. What? You are. Just you're a nerd. nerd. Just admit it, Cat. You're a nerd. I don't mean it. I wouldn't uh, have married you if you weren't a nerd. I, I don't mean it badly. No, it's a, it's a, it's endearment. In this, it's cool to be nerdy now. You're on a gaming podcast. That's mm-hmm. true. We're nerds. That's yeah, true. yeah. I need some self. Uh, what is it? Self. What do you mean? Like you just need to realize that you're a nerd. Yeah, self actualization. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to come to terms. You just need to come to terms with the fact that you're a nerd. Yeah, I mean, you you like quoted out of your like biochemistry textbook to me once. I never took biochemistry. What was it then? Organic chemistry. Organic. Chem- my apologies. <laughs> I never took I'm biochemistry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they're different. <laughs> I, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's our comments. There's our comments. So if you didn't vote on that poll, go vote on it. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. So, All right. Games of the week. Games of the week. The final segment of the podcast. We didn't put one for Catherine here. Well, I guess it's the same games that you. What would I do? Well, in the games of the week thing, we talk about what games we've been playing this week. Catherine, mm-hmm. start us off. What games have you been playing this week? You've only been playing one game this week. Yeah, I know, and I can't think about what. Hold on. What? What is it? <laughs> you. Oh, that's right. Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Yeah, Chloe Which, and. Um, Nadine. Nadine. Right. <laughs> Nadine. So Nadine. Uncharted is a single player game, but we've been passing the controller back yeah. and forth, and we are on the last chapter. In fact, I think we're like on the tail end of the last chapter. Well, we kept thinking that, and then it kept going. And, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like one of those things, you know. It's a big last chapter. Yeah. Did you ever find the legacy? The legacy's been lost, man. Yeah, that's what I was afraid. I don't of. know. I thought we're at the end of the game. <laughs> I guess we found the loss. I mean, that's like the driving force of the game, right? You're trying to find the legacy that, that has been misplaced. Well, I mean, hidden, hidden, hidden yeah. even worse. It was hidden and people lost it. Mm. But it's this is kind of a spinoff Uncharted game because it does not follow Nathaniel Drake or Tone. Pembroke, Pembroke no, Esquire, the third. Yeah. <laughs> Nathaniel Drakerton. Pembroke, Pembroke Esquire the Third. That's right. That yeah. is awesome. So that's our joking name for Nate Drake. But um, it doesn't. It's not him. It is Chloe. What is Chloe's last name? They've said it a million times in this game. I would have never known it. Frazier. Chloe Frazier. Yeah. Chloe Schmoey. And <laughs> what's so funny is like we have, uh, you know, you've watched me play all the Uncharted games. 
So I you're have. like really familiar with them. I started watching from from one, one right? Yeah. And um, the we always make up nicknames for characters in games. So like in the first game, um, what is what is the first female like tank top number one? Yeah, we called her tank top number one, <laughs> but well, we called her tank top girl. It's Elena. Like Elena, right? And then in game number two. Your like female companion is Chloe, but who's cor- also in a who is also in a tank top. So we just called her tank top girl number well, two. You know, I think we should give a little more insight into this. It wasn't just she was wearing a tank top. She was like wearing tank top on tank top on tank top. <laughs> that was there were layers. That was uh, a layers of first tank tops. Yeah, layers. Of she tank had tops. wearing multiple. T- that's why we called her tank top girl. Because <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> she had on like multiple tank tops. Yeah. Why would you Which, wear multiple tank tops? Okay, so I will say. Was she cold? <laughs> I think it was to. I don't know. I will say when I was a kid and I wanted to wear a tank top to school, you had to follow dress code. And if it wasn't three fingers, mm-hmm. you couldn't wear it. So you would wear like, I guess it'd be like a wife beater. What, <laughs> <laughs> what are the, the yeah. white tank tops with the thicker straps? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm not editing that out. You need to edit that out. <laughs> and then you would have like a camisole on top of that or like a thinner Tank top. A this camis- is a really long camisole. A cami. A cami. Right. Okay. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A camisole. Yeah, it's a type of. Sounds like something you buy at the Walgreens. Camisole. For your gout. Oh, it's like a, like a. For like... your gout. Yeah. It's like a medicine, you know. <laughs> well, Grandmammy, she ain't. She don't walk like she used to. We gotta run down to the Walgreens, get her some camisole. <laughs> oh yeah, your dad made a joke about, you know. What? When someone doesn't have a butt, they've been taking that no acetal. <laughs> no acetal, that's right. Man, yeah. if my jokes are getting similar to John, <laughs> I, that's that's okay. I'll take that. What yeah. were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about tank top, why we called her tank top girl, and then Chloe was tank top girl number two. So I'm really bad at the names. But anyways, <laughs> in Uncharted the Lost Legacy, you play as Chloe, a.k.a. tank top girl number two. Mm. Fair enough. Yep. yep. That's what you've been playing. I've also been playing that. I've also been, I am on the very end of Pokemon Violet. I finished all the gyms. Um, I just got to go do the Elite Four. And I maybe still have one or two things of the side. You know, there's like multiple campaigns. So there's like three different campaigns in, in Pokemon Violet. I'm at the end of all of them. So I'm about to finish that game completely. Nice. And then also I started playing Super Mario Land, which I've only played, I've only taken one swing at it yet um, and it's a game that has to be played from beginning to end in one sitting so you have to finish the entire game because it doesn't have any saving and you just mm-hmm. have to finish it. it takes about an hour to finish the game but if you lose all your lives it's game over you gotta start over again so that's mm. something I've gonna uh, I'm gonna get through but I've only tried it once okay chill so. Anything else you've been playing, Randall? I finished Evil West. Wrote a review on that. I loved Evil West. And uh, also, you know, we stream Fortnite and Sea of Thieves on Twitch, so I've played mm-hmm. that, those a little bit as well. Straight up. Uh, I'm also playing Evil West. I haven't finished it yet because I am not able to play games during the week as quickly as Randy, but I will get there. <laughs> uh, I'm also playing Cyber Shadow still on the Switch, and I'm pretty close to the end of that, I think, but I didn't get to play it yesterday, so... Who knows? I, could, I might finish that today. Uh, also, Fortnite and Sea of Thieves. I played a lot of Fortnite yesterday. Um, You've been playing it 
I'm on getting better. PlayStation. Yeah, I've been playing it on PlayStation. It because I can play 120 FPS because my TV and, and um, you can tell Annie. You can cuddle with Annie. Annie is cat. Yeah. Is Daniel's cat. Yeah, she will sit in my lap and and try to get me killed. Basically, I she think will it's distract a sh- me. A shame that she's not here. Let's say Catherine that- thought that we could have her in the room while we record the podcast. And as a person who owns five cats, I'm surprised that she doesn't understand how bad of an idea that is. I love that cat, but um, for one, the camera would be in the floor. It would. I mean, <laughs> right there. That that's a problem. Right there. Um, among other things, would be in the floor. I mean, it'd be bad. It, yeah, I, I think it would be. We'd have the cat crawling on us for sure. Oh yeah, she'd be it crawling on work. us. She'd be up here on the table. She'd be behind us, and the camera again would be in the floor. Mm-hmm. I think they just make interesting content. Well, it maybe might. when she grows up and she won't knock the camera in the floor, she can be in the podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to really talk about the real reason you've been playing on PlayStation Fortnite. Going <laughs> back to that, the real reason you've been playing. What's the real reason? Uh, convenience. Um, no, it's, it's, it's not. Convenience. I really like being able to just chill in the living room with the cat and no. you know, just live my best life on the big TV, and What's it's the, just really convenient. I, oh, the adaptive trigger support, because on PlayStation, uh, Fortnite has adaptive trigger support, and it's really fun. What's the real reason? The real reason. Oh, it's um. Let me tell you. So, <laughs> this is something that you may not know. You you probably don't know. And that is, okay, Fortnite is an interesting game in that if you play it on PC with a mouse, all right, if you're aiming, you just aim with your mouse and everything, you know, you have mm-hmm. total control. Now, if you're playing it on a controller, I don't mess with your mic. I was going to put it on my stomach. Oh, because of the, because you have stomach grumbles? Catherine. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> I hope that comes through. I just heard it, so. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's still you. You need some that some, That's totally something I would do. <laughs> but um, if you play it on with a controller, say on PlayStation or Xbox or Switch, it adds this thing called Aim Assist, and it makes it. Does it? Absolutely. I think I might have that turned off. <laughs> okay. And it, and it makes it so that it just automatically like snaps to either their head or their body when you're shooting. You don't now. Randy makes it sound I like do. it's just like straight up on automatic, like Evil West or something, where you can like aim down the rifle and it does snap. It's not like that, but it helps you a lot. It's a strong aim assist, and I do have it a hundred percent. But all the other things I said are true. Yeah, it does have adaptive triggers. Um, right. It does run at one hundred twenty fps. But I've also I mean, it would do that on my PC if my monitor could do it. Yeah. But. I've also heard you say aim assist is broken. Aim assist is OP. Yeah. And I want it. <laughs> I did turn that on on Uncharted for Catherine. Mm-hmm. That was one of the settings I turned on at the you beginning. You turned it on? Yeah. It, I feel cheated. I thought. Are you having fun? That's all that matters. You told me that earlier. I was having fun. But I thought that it just was automatically on. I didn't know you gave me a crutch. <laughs> I wanted to make the game a little a little more accessible for you. Those combat sections are difficult. They are difficult. Think about how much you struggle with it with the auto with the aim assist turned on. Well once I figured out how to use that, I didn't struggle so much. Listen, uh as somebody who plays shooting games with Randy pretty frequently, um, if anybody could benefit from aim assist, it's him. So no. don't let him beat you up. Sometimes the truth hurts, guys. 
then there should be driving assist in that game. I know. I wish. Yeah. And in real life. And in real life. Oh, well. There kind of is. That's true. If you, oh, pay, if you have it. So we're we're at the end now. Before we do our right last there. thing, we got to remember our sponsor for the episode today. Yeah, you want to tell us Jane, about our sponsor? Catherine, Kevin? you want to do the sponsor? Today's episode is sponsored by... Hold it up to the people. Go really tell them about it. <laughs> tell them about the game. Yeah, you, you guys played that, I think. No, I've never played this. What is it? Ghost Rider for PlayStation 2. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's an angry man. (laughs) (laughs) He seems to be on fire. Okay. And it's rated T for teen. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let your kids play it. (laughs) Alcohol reference. Blood and gore. Stop, I'm trying this to get is, through this. This is the best ad spot we've ever had. <laughs> Mild suggestive themes <laughs> and Ooh. violence. Mm, the most important part. Um, It's, let's see, hold on. One player, not for us. Not mm, for us. This really doesn't fit the theme. Okay, i got to read the back. His soul locked in perpetual servitude. Johnny Blaze. <laughs> Lights up the night skies as his alter ego, the Ghost Rider. Help him protect others from experiencing his hell on earth by bringing evil villains like Blackheart, Vengeance, and Scarecrow to justice. Mm. Wait, are you telling me that this is a normal man? And then at night he turns into this flaming skeleton. I mean, we're not telling you anything. You're telling the people. Yeah. Well, just by looking at this, I would give it a... It's a sponsor. <laughs> They're sponsored. Don't make us lose it. We already lost one sponsorship. Yeah. Kane already dropped yeah. us. We don't need Ghost Rider to drop us. Wait, you yeah. can't be honest with your sponsors? Not this one. No, no. This is 2K. You know this who is pl- the real money. You know who played him in the movie? Nicolas Cage. We don't want to piss Nicolas Cage off, do no, we? No, you don't. Yeah, so rate it high. 10 out of 10. Just go ahead. I give it one Ghost Rider out, one ghost rider out of one Ghost Rider. All right. Yeah. Ghost Rider for PS2. Not a sponsor. Now throw it at the camera. Don't knock the camera over. Throw it at the camera. What if we I hit? throw the game? Throw That's throw how it. we do it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, so hit it. Yeah, we, yeah. we're just simultaneous there. We're going into uh, it. Hit it. You go, Daniel. Uh, we've reached the final final bit of our podcast here, uh, where we shout out those of you who stuck with us to the end last week. Now, if you stick with us all the way to the end of the podcast, like if you're watching right now. You're one of the select few. And and not only do we want to recognize you, but we love you. So Strong throw a comment down in the comments that says three for Dale, just to let us know that you're here. Yep. But last week, hit us with the three for Dale Club, Randy. Yeah. Last week, we had Landon Stallings, who is like our three for Dale like chairman. Yeah. He's like the chairman of the Winston Cup. Yeah. How do you know he actually watches it and doesn't just put three for Dale? I Landon, guess we don't, Landon but I, I trust him. Landon wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I trust Maybe Landon. Maybe you should change it up and put, like, eight for bail. <laughs> we're not doing that. Why are you blaspheming <laughs> we're on not our podcast? Do, we're not doing that. Our code word is not changing. It's stand free for Dale. Don't yeah. listen to her. Uh-uh. And then, um, also, we got a new member for the three for Dale club, Subarashi. Thanks, Subarashi. So, there you go. That's three for Dale club. 
Sick. Well, until next time, guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. And I'm Catherine. And this has been Gaming Gig. Peace out.